Disclaimer, the things mentioned in this episode and the podcast should not be treated as fact or conspiracy. We are just expressing our opinion on certain topics. We do not mean to discriminate or belittle anyone. And with that in mind, let the episode begin. It's one of your hosts, Ellie, who has read seven books in September, I think. Hey guys, it's your ed host, Z, and honestly, there wasn't anything interesting that happened today so far, but nothing really bad happened, so there's that. Before we start an extra disclaimer here, because even though this you know, episode is sort of like about dreams, particularly for me, nothing to do with Z, my dreams mm-hmm. are more on the disturbing side uh, it's not really something that i want to happen they've just happened to me yeah. along the year we will try to cut down on those you know more graphic stuff we will you know lessen the graphic of it yes okay first off let us start with some sciencey things some factual stuff <laughs> which is the definition of dreams will just you know, briefly go through this as like a procedure. Uh, so in science, dreams are stories and images that our minds create when we sleep. The most vivid dreams happen during a phase called REM, which is rapid eye movement sleep, when your brain is most active. I believe it's like from 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. I'm not sure. Yeah. The spiritual meaning of dreams could be warning dreams. So sometimes people dream that they're in an accident before an accident happens. Those are called warning dreams. Uh, certain visions that people have, like winning the lottery. And then one, one of the most popular things in like, I think 2020, if people were on social media, you bad here of like shifting, just like shifting your consciousness to another reality, let it be in Hogwarts or like Marvel Universe. So those mm-hmm. are more spiritual. So yeah. It honestly depends on how you interpret it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's all for like the intro part. Let's jump straight into the content that we want to talk about today, which is our dreams, our opinions on dreams, our dreams, all that stuff. So Ellie, do you want to go first? Okay. My opinion on dreams in general, I feel like both explanations and both definitions count. Yeah, they're both Can you define yeah, more about right. both of them? I don't really you know get it so science is like maybe things that you've seen that your mind like collects it collection of images or objects or themes or models or just images of people that you see and they combine it to create a strange fever dream of like so this could include a crush confessing or like Mm -hmm. marshmallows flying in the sky it's up to you buddy like it really depends on the receiver and how they see life in general Mm -hmm. but for spiritual i don't really have much it's very hard to define it it's very hard to be like it's definitely spiritual but when I dream of more spiritual stuff, the feeling of being in the dream is different. I, Do you I, said I know, dreaming? I don't know lucid dreaming enough to like know how I should feel. It's a very different feeling in the sense that I feel everything so uh, like so close and so far to me at the same time. Like for a normal dream, like when I see people, like I know, like I've dreamt of like school and like stupid stuff as well. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a story, you know. It just keeps going forward. Mm-hmm. There's this feeling of safeness, you know, like your mind mm-hmm. knows what it's doing, so you you fully do it. Just, yeah, just you know, go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for my more spiritual dreams, they've always felt more real. Like like my heart beats faster, my entire mm. person. Like I feel everything so 
vividly like I feel the sweat I hear the footsteps coming I, I see and I feel like there's so much more sounds and clarity in these dreams my final opinion is dreams are different to everyone but mm-hmm. personally I only remember those that were spiritual I don't remember the science ones I don't know why I just I forget them also like can we talk about the title I still love it I don't know I, I'm mm-hmm. absolutely in love with it to people who don't know what it means it's Billie Eilish lyric yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, it's her album name, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's also a title track. Then we are far the sea. Where do we go? Oh, okay, sorry, moving on. <laughs> so I want to move on to your opinion on dreams. Uh, okay, let me organize my thoughts a little. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I feel like I think that there are a lot of, you know, classes of dreams. Like, you know, lucid dreaming, uh, normal dreaming, and sometimes, I don't know, like, how they say that? You know, conclusion, a lot of types of dreams. <laughs> but I feel like my my way of classification differs from Ellie because uh, what she said, like the two types of dreams, I kind of classify them together because I feel like they're just, you know, normal dreams. Like my, my mind just conjures them up. Like what I said with the zodiac signs, I do follow them. Every time I wake up and I realize like, oh, I just had a dream. I will immediately just not wake up, just, you know, lay there and run through the whole dream again so that I don't forget it. Oh, I admire that ability because I want that. I, I can't do it. Oh, speaking of this, I actually never had or don't remember dreams before the pandemic. And the thing is, back then I wasn't like, oh, I had a dream, but I forgot that. It's like, I literally don't think that I have ever dreamt before the pandemic, which is kind of weird, to be honest. Okay, sorry, back to the point. I just ran through the whole dream, and at that point, I will start analyzing it and putting my own interpretations on it, own explanations on it. Some people might say like, oh, you know, it's kind of extra and overanalyzing. But in my opinion, the fact that you are analyzing this and you are coming up with these conclusions you know you have come to these conclusions for a reason it isn't just random conclusions for example if i dream about a monster and i'm very scared in the dream when i wake up i come to the conclusion that oh i'm very stressed and the monster is like you know my stress and i'm scared of the stress something like that the fact that you come up with this conclusion you know has a reason because most probably you have stress in your life and dreams are like subconscious stuff so most probably you don't even realize that you have this problem and i feel like yeah i feel like dreams are just like reminders reminding you of stuff that you yourself don't even know i feel like it would be more of a distorted mirror like you know when you go to front face and you see that mirror that sort of distorts mm-hmm. your image does oh. reflect you but not the exact way that is yeah that's correct like a distorted mirror that is true, that is true. Yeah, and I just asked myself, why have I come up with this conclusion and just work from there? Okay, so ultimate opinion, here we go. Uh, dreams are a distorted mirror of your own thoughts during the day. And I encourage you to think about them. Yeah, that's all. In the Google Doc, I wrote an extra point, which is quote-unquote, the Chinese book where people refer to numbers um, Ellie doesn't know what this is. And frankly, I don't have enough knowledge on this, but you know, like, there's a number associated to it, right? And basically, this number is, there are a lot of numbers in this 
book. I don't think it's only Chinese. I I think I know what you're talking about. But my family uses it to like refer to like lottery numbers. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Okay, for example, a person dreams of a cat. Maybe a cat is number six, and then it's a black cat, and maybe the black is number uh, I don't know eight. I don't know how the logistics go, but they use that number as like to go and try to win the lottery. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, now yeah. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That yellow book. Yeah, I have one at home.、Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of interesting though, because what if, like, you know, I dream of a, for example, a clown, and there aren't clowns in the book. They don't have a number for a clown. I think you associate it with things that you see. Like, if you see clown,、mm-hmm. uh, but there's no clown in the book,、mm-hmm. maybe you could take its red makeup, its blue shoes, its、mm-hmm. little hat. I see. Things I see. that you notice. Okay, so enough of that. The next point is. The dreams that we have had. So, do you want to go first? We started off white, you know. Ah,、uh, okay, that's true. Wait, I before we start, though, I I would like to clarify. I don't know if I said it in the front, but I don't only have nightmares. This is something I want to set straight. I do have happy, funny, stupid dreams, but the thing is, I don't remember. So that's why, like my my entire theme for today is gonna be a bit dark.、Mm. I mean, that's logical. They're more not traumatizing, but like you know. Impact. No, but they 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 have a message to send. You know that's why they're sticking.、Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll start off with the shortest dream I have in my catalog. Oh, in my catalog, I dyed hot pink streaks into my hair in the shower, but then panicked and redyed my hair back to black. Yeah, that's like the whole dream. It's the shortest one. It is true because I kind you of wanna be that girl, but you don't. You can't be that girl. Um, that is true. It's not like I have to dye my hair and have to have hot pink streaks in my hair, but it's like, yeah. Currently, I can't, and probably in the future. There's this other side of you that's like waiting to be discovered, and you're not letting it out, or you can't let it out. Um,、mm, that is true. That is true. Okay, okay, I'm gonna start with like a lighter one. <laughs> This is one of the most interesting ones that I've had. So, I was holding my grandma's hand, and we were standing on this like golden staircase, and it was like spiraling up. Ooh! And there were so many people in front of us, and it was all like matching, which was like a young kid with their grandparent. I remember I looked in front of me. This boy looks like back at me. He turns around, and he was actually like one of my classmates at the time.、Ooh. And the walls were like jade green, you know, actual jade. Like if you were to punch the wall, your fist would be the one that breaks. That kind of material. So everyone's moving forward. The line is moving up, 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 up. And I remember getting to like the final platform. It's a huge rectangle like wall slash portal.、Mm-hmm. And there were like shrubs on each corner of the rectangle. And it was really, really bright, and it was like looking out to the sky. I remember hearing this like booming. I don't know. You don't hear the voice, but you feel the presence of it. I would also like to clarify that I'm not Christian, but I felt like that was God. And <laughs> I think I'm in the wrong lobby, guys. The dream kind of ended while I reached like the top level. No. I think that what it symbolized was these kids leading their grandparents to like their final salvation. I can feel the whole scenario, like the the whole it atmosphere. Really, it's really, so really cool. yeah,、mm-hmm. very probably the most comfortable spiritual dream I've had. So、mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I dreamed this part 
or if it happened in real life. I think it did. Oh my I god, I get this that. feeling too. Yeah, I remember like, so mm-hmm. I went to school the next day and I told my friend, like the guy that was mm-hmm. in the dream. I have a really interesting story to tell you. I dreamt of you, like holding a grandma <laughs> right in front of me in this heaven dream. And he suddenly, like his eyes just dilated and he was just like, I dreamt that too. Wait, and I was like, what? no, no way. So... I was like, okay, never mind. Another girl, okay, so basically another like friend of mine who was a girl, mm-hmm. uh, she she overheard our conversation and she was like, wait, what? Was it like gold staircase and jade walls? That was kind of interesting because she didn't see anyone. Like nobody turned around to look at mm-hmm. her. But I was like, okay, did you see everyone holding anybody in particular? And she was like, I thought we were all holding our grandparents. It's so Oh, yeah, yeah. it was so trippy, you know. And yes, this may be a dream because I've had dreams before, like, you know loops, like loop dreams? Oh, yeah, I had one, yeah. Yeah, mine don't loop continuously, but I've mm-hmm. had that kind of dream where I've woken up, mm-hmm. I packed my bags, I put on my school uniform, I had breakfast, I got on the car, and mm-hmm. before I got to school, I woke up. Oh, for me, my loop dreams, I had one. It's a weird kind of loop dream because it's set in my primary school canteen, it was just me, you know, eating, blah, blah, blah. And some stuff happened. I ran late to class, got scolded a bit. And then I dreamt that I woke Wait, no, I did not dream that I woke up. I really woke up for like two minutes. I went back to sleep. I dreamt the same exact same dream. But the difference is that this time, I am narrating the dream to another person. Like, oh, so just now I dreamt about this thing and I was doing this and I did the same exact whole dream, like the whole thing the same way. But throughout the whole thing, I was narrating it to someone else. Oh, I mean, yeah, that that's kind of similar to mine just now that I just said. Mm-hmm. I was telling people about it. Oh, we'll never know yeah, if that's yeah, like yeah. a dream unless I get back in contact with one of them. But because I haven't talked to these people in like years, mm-hmm. I don't want to suddenly be like, hey guys, remember the time where we almost kind of diet but did not really no mm-hmm. okay well then nice talking <laughs> <laughs> do you want to um, continue sure but this one I, I have no choice this is gonna go dark already okay so in this year especially i had two spiritual dreams you can feel someone's presence then does that make sense there's a mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. like a looming presence in that dream that's like holding you there and you're just like oh my god like what what it doesn't feel like your dream anymore it feels like you're a pawn in someone else's dream mm. yeah i'll bring i'll bring that up later but this <laughs> one was my first ever dream that had me woke, waking up screaming and crying oh yeah and i was very young at the time when i had this so hey guys so editing z here this dream will contain brief mentions of fire hyperventilation and death so please listen to your discretion if I'm comfy, just skip to the 16 minutes and 12 seconds mark. You don't need to know the context for this part to know what is going on in the next part. So yeah, thank you. I dreamt of an older age me running back to my house. And I was gonna go to the gate to, to my house, but there was so many people outside. Like it's a paparazzi. No, 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 not paparazzi. <laughs> crowd of people just outside and these like worried expressions. Oh my god. You know, like, I turn farther to the corner and I see behind them that there's a fire truck. Oh my god. I see these firefighters and paramedics lifting, like lifting these gurneys oh out. And I look up and I'm like, wait, where's my house? Oh my god. The first thing that hit me was the smell when I got closer. And 
I just look over, and when I finally get to the point where I can see my house, it's all ash. You know, mm-hmm. at that point in the dream, I would like to mention that I'm already hyperventilating. I'm crying. I'm shaking. There's so many things happening at once, mm-hmm. and then they they lay this gurney on the ground in front, and you know how they always lay cloths on gurneys to like you know yeah, cover. Yeah. There was a gust of wind, and the cloth lifted up like a <gasps> corner, and I saw my mom lying there dead. I, that was the point where I woke up. I, my instant instinct woke up. Mm-hmm. I instantly ran to my parents' room uh. and I started hugging my dad and mom and crying and screaming. And mm-hmm. just, I woke the entire house up, by the way. For good reason, I mean, at that time when I told them about it, they were like, okay, but you know when you dream of family members dying, it's actually good. Yeah. yeah. It's just a belief. Yeah. Yeah. So it's my turn and I feel kind of, I feel I'm kind of sorry. bad. I feel kind of bad suddenly changing the topic into like a... No, 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 no. I'm sorry if I like make you feel uncomfortable. No, it's, it's fine, it's fine. I mean, I'm not comfortable, obviously, but it's like <laughs> not a bad way, you know. It's mm-hmm. fine. So, in this dream, I was Hello Kitty. Like, literally, Hello Kitty. <laughs> I was Hello Kitty, and I was, like, walking down a uh, subway surfer kind of tunnel. You know those subway surfer tunnels? Mm-hmm. When I suddenly saw an old man walking in front of me. And for some reason, I ran up to him and said, Are you the queen? Like, you know, the <laughs> queen of England? <laughs> and then he turned around and replied, I prefer to go by he, him, actually. Oh my god. <laughs> and I said, and I said, oh my god, it must feel so sad to have the whole world misgendering you. <laughs> yeah, and then after that, I think like the old man went away or whatever. And then this time, I still was Hello Kitty when suddenly some police officers stopped me. And my first instinct was to pop off my, you know, my yellow nose and threw it away, like flung it into the subway, like the train tracks. And my reason for that was that so that I couldn't talk. (laughs) I don't know what was going on in my brain at that time, but it made sense at that time, okay? I turned around and tried to run. But when I turned around, Voldemort was standing there. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what I don't know we what happened. from Sanrio to Hogwarts cool cool, mm-hmm. cool. Nice. technically at that time both of us didn't have noses oh. <laughs> oh my God. wait that's actually wait that makes sense oh back God. to Ellie back to Ellie <laughs> okay so this is probably my first dream where there was an entity there entity actually means a thing with distinct and independent existence or just Ooh. a being in general. Um, Editing Z here again. This dream will contain brief mentions of murder and blood, so please listen to your discretion as always. If uncomfy, just skip to the 23 minutes and 20 seconds mark. You don't need to know the context for this part to know what is going on in the next part, so yeah. I woke up from a nap to my grandma fighting with my other grandma. I have two grandmas living with me. They were just fighting at like the door and they were just pointing at the gate and screaming at each other like, why did you let him in? You didn't even know who he was. How can you let people in like this? Grandma A said that. And Grandma B went, how I know? They said they just want to deliver stuff. I just let them in. I opened gate only ma. How I know they would come in? So my brain instantly was like, oh, there's an intruder and we have no idea where they are. Cool, good to know. So I went to my dad and I was like, there's people in the house and they may have bad intentions. So mm. a very 
peculiar pattern in this dream is that you realize that my dad doesn't listen to me in the entire dream. So he doesn't listen to me. So I was like, okay, 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 never mind, never mind. Dad, come on, we need to go to grandma's room and we have to lock the door. Oh my uh, god. Yeah, I lock the door. I'm shake again. This very prominent pattern. Shaking, crying. I'm really like dying inside. Lah. I'm like, oh my god, okay, dad, dad, you need to hide behind the bed. We need to not make a sound. We need to not attract them over mm-hmm. to us. Maybe they'll just think that you know, this house is empty, the robbers, and then they'll go. Wait, sorry, side note though. If this was real life, would you do that or would you just run, like, bail out of the house? I would trust my dad. Hmm. I just think he would not listen to me in real life. <laughs> I feel like hmm. if this happened in real life, my mom wouldn't die. My mom would be, like, just very coordinated and be like, okay, mm-hmm. everyone grab a knife. Hiya! Okay. Hiya! <laughs> then we'll say that they're, like, protagonist. Yeah. Know? Um, and then, obviously, he doesn't listen to me. So, instead of hiding behind the bed, he sits on the damn bed. For oh, what? Again, Sorry, the bed. I, I can't laugh. I, I know. No laugh, it's fine. I laughed at it when I recollected it as well. He sat on the bed, and mind you, the bed is big. So, you're in line with all the windows, you know. It's like, you. oh my god, I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> I was like, dad. I was from like behind the bed. I was like tugging his shirt. I was like, get on the floor. Hey, stop. And then he just wouldn't listen to me. Oh my Finally, god. after like a minute of shaking, I hear footsteps getting closer. Oh my god. And I pull my dad into the bathroom, which is like beside the bed. So I'm just like, okay, never mind. Dad, if you hide behind the door and you grab something like a pail or any sort of tweezer or sharp item, and when they open the door, you just smash it on their head. Ah. <laughs> There's this little like marble slab in the bathroom. That's very, very small and it's close to the toilet bowl. It's supposed to like block your view of the toilet bowl when you come in from the door. Mm-hmm. So I hid behind that while my dad, again not listening to me, sits directly in front of the door. Ugh, what kind of what kind of like <laughs> disturbance is this, man? So I was feeling very I was tired already, okay. I just like you don't even want to listen to me. He just hey, you know he how he sit there, he wasn't even scared, he just sat there and looked at the door. <laughs> and he was like, okay lah, like, you know, they're gonna come uh, like, let them come uh. And then I hear the footsteps. They walk in, and I have to hide behind the slab, right? So I can't see what's going on. And I hear like, I, I, I hear him, uh, you know, being unalived. And at that point, right, my nose was full of snot already, because I kept crying. It was uh-huh. very, very hard to not make a sound. So I hear them walking out, and all of a sudden, the dream me mm-hmm. just went... Oh, I was just like, okay, well, um, it was nice knowing y'all. And then I see this girl in front of me. There was this focus that I was drawn to her eye. And you'll see mm-hmm. later why. This is the part where it gets kind of graphic. So she stabbed me in the hand. I blocked the knife with my hand. And then I'm like trying to like block her back. Do you know what I did? I felt like a superhero. Now. You grabbed the knife through your hand? Yeah! I turned my entire hand. And I turned the knife back onto her. Eh. Then I said I focused on her eye, right? Mm-hmm. I stabbed her through the eye. <laughs> Whoa, that's actually smart. Yeah, because I feel like if I stabbed her anywhere else, I wouldn't really mm-hmm. have an advantage. And in that moment of triumph, I was like, Oh my god, yes. I made... Oh no, there was a guy behind her. Oh. And this this man, there was so much layers to how I saw him. I remember him just staring at me with these eyes. And that was the moment where I finally felt like, Oh my god, I'm in his dream. Because 
his eyes were the most alive I'd ever seen. And in everyone in that mm. dream, mm. like his eyes were just different. And then I woke up. But the story doesn't end there, by the way. So after two days, my family finally had time to have a family dinner. In that family dinner, I told them about this dream. After the family dinner, my mom, she led me to her room and she sat me down on her bed and she mm. was like, are you really okay? Mm. And I was like, I don't think it's about my mental state. And she's like, no, I didn't mean it like that, okay? I meant it like, do you really, have you really moved on from this dream? And I, mm. I, I told her honestly, I don't know how to. Because my mom is also kind of like, she's also interested in like astrology and she does tarot cards and stuff. And she was like, I want you to close your eyes and bring yourself back to that that bathroom. And mm-hmm. I want you to talk to that man. And then she was like, you need to cleanse yourself of this. I'm like, okay, fine. So I closed my eyes. Again, went back to that spot. He wasn't there initially. But then after closing and meditating for 10 minutes, he's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember asking him the question, who were you in the past? And all of a sudden, he went from like that, that tall, looming, dark presence to just an old man. A very, very old grandpa. It was just so weird to see his entire form change in the blink of an eye. So the next question was, who are you in the present? And he just dissipated into dust. Wow. You know, like, so he just, he was just gone. And then the last question was, what will you be in the future? Again, just like his present, his future was nothing. So just, just, I'm staring at the empty bathroom door and on the ground, like, you know, my dad's gone. Everyone's gone. Everything's gone. Just me in the bathroom. So mm-hmm. I opened my eyes and I didn't feel it while I was meditating. But I was crying, you know. Uh. Yeah, I was actually crying. And my mom my mom was like, I didn't want to wake you up. I wanted you to like finish it on your own. My mom's explanation, I know I'm going very long on this, I'm sorry. But my mom's explanation was that he was probably an entity or a spirit that passed my house. Mm-hmm. And just decided to take a break. Like mm-hmm. at our house. Just chill. And then, unfortunately, uh, he, he chilled in my mind. Uh, then I just, like, that. Uh, it's very hard to say. He may have been an ancestor or anything, but I don't know. I don't want to overthink it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's good that, you know, you revisited this. Yeah. I feel like if I didn't, I would never have moved on. Yes. Why do I feel so bad? Uh, like, you know, after yeah. Ellie's dreams, like, they're so, you know, touching and, like, you know, family-orientated. And mine is this. <laughs> oh, I was Hello Kitty! <laughs> This dream was where my mom and dad were in a car race together, like... <laughs> okay, it wasn't like a, an underground car race, it was more like Mario Kart style. Oh, that's so fun to dream about! Yeah. I don't like stuff like that. They didn't have any fancy, you know, uh, race cars. They were in their own respective normal daily cars, and it was so funny. Okay, so for context, my dad drives a Honda. My mom drives a Beetle, and my mom's nickname is Ginny. So, before the race started, my dad had, like, you know, the, the typical racist stance, you know, with his hand out of his window and his engine revved up very swaggy. And he said, Yo, Ginny. <laughs> no, <wait>. Okay, <clears throat> I'm gonna say this seriously. Yo, Ginny, Beetles crawl? But Hondas do the peak. <laughs> After he said that, I think I like lost it so bad that I woke up. Yeah, it's kind of sure, but I did love the Yo Ginny, you know, your dad is iconic. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, a more unfunny one? A more interesting one? 
This dream consists of me and Ellie. So, in this dream, Ellie is like a spiritual witch here, which, by the way, really suits her, like, you know. <laughs> I lived with her in that dream. Just the day before that, she uh, she taught me how to defend myself uh, using my aura, for example, like channel my aura to, to form a shield around me and like, you know, block stuff. And then, on that day of the dream, while I was walking home alone, I saw two suspicious blue-skinned goat people. I think I was like influenced by, you know, Percy Jackson kind of stuff here. Okay. Blue-skinned goat people that were dressed as guards at the lobby of our complex. And I was like, hi. And then they suddenly started chasing me. Like, whoa. I just ran. I just <laughs> ran. Side note, the scenery was really amazing. Like, I was running through, like, open fields. Like, you know, think very core. Yeah. Oh, my God. That whole thing. Yeah. I was running through open fields with giant mushrooms. And the sky was sparkly. But there was no time for that <laughs> because t the two goat people summoned icicles to shoot me. And then I was like, just let me go home while blocking the attacks with my aura. And then somehow, someway, I was able to call Ellie while full on sprinting. And I said, okay, so don't freak out, but I'm being chased by two goat people. Please help me. And then... Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah. Um, slight interruption. How mm -hmm. did you call me? Was it like a phone or like a mushroom phone? Yeah, I think it's like a modern modern phone. So it's like modern world, but with magic. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Ellie, in that dream, by the way, was so rude to me. She said... That's why it's a dream and not reality. <laughs> she said, LL, sure. Now tell me, are you calling me to bail you out from gym sessions again? Why did you say that? Why did you say that? And... I, while running for my life from goat people and blocking icicles, shouted into my mic, Bro, I am not lying. Yeah, and I just woke up. Good, good to know you went to the gym at least, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In that gym. I really admire that you get dreams like that because... Yeah, exactly. I don't have nightmares. My dreams are all like surreal, you know. Those trippy 80s CGI, super creepy like people. Escapism. Yeah, escapism, exactly. It's really whimsical and very, you know, mm -hmm. dream, dream. Yeah, it's a dream, so dreamlike. But at the same time, it's kind of unsettling. Thank you for sharing those. Okay, and thank you to thing. you too. But moving on to dreams that we would actually like to have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We may not be subconsciously telling our mind to. Make us dream of this tonight, if possible. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> In this, we would like to like sort of combine shifting as well. Like Lucid dreaming. Mm -hmm. I don't think you've tried it before. Should I talk about my experience? Yeah, you should. But before that, I would like to say like shifting, lucid dreaming. I think that, you know, these concepts are kind of cool. But I did some research on it. And lucid dreaming makes your whole sleep schedule really bad you aren't mm -hmm. when you lucid dream you use your brain power a lot and you aren't getting oh. enough rest for your brain uh, based off sources that i found back then way back then when i was like nine i think those people who lucid dream they say that they don't do it like every night they do it like probably once a month yeah shifting yeah. is also kind of like that but it has a different reason not for a sleep schedule 
Mm. It's about how much energy your soul or your being can conjure and provide in a month. So mm. shifting takes a lot of energy, not in terms of physical energy, but like your aura. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can't say mental energy as well, but it's more of like your core energy. Mm-hmm. So they don't encourage practicing shifting like every day. Maybe it's one in three months thing. I heard people who shift it too much until like they don't want to come back. Is that? Oh a thing? yeah, that's yeah. another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they have like scripts, you know. They write it down, mm-hmm. uh, what they want to say or what they want to happen, and the high like the first thing you should write in a script according to experienced shifters is that I won't feel sad or depressed when I shift back to my current reality. Mm. That's the first、mm. thing because I mean the entire reason why you want to shift in the first place is to experience something you love. So yes, it does happen that a lot of people don't want to come back, but they will.、Mm. They will. There's apparently, apparently, I don't know. Apparently, there's no way to be stuck in your desired reality. There's no way.、Mm. Uh, my experience is not interesting because it, I I failed. <laughs> <laughs> I failed miserably. So I tried. Uh, what was it? I tried the Raven method. You have to count one to a hundred. In your sleep, and you have to like stay in a starfish position and not move.、Wow. So your body falls asleep first, and your mind remains awake. Ah,、uh, I did the method. It didn't work for me because I kept falling asleep at like fifty.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> My brain could not hold it. So I changed methods after that. I changed to、uh, the sunny method. I think so. This is like your five senses. You would envision what you would smell, hear, touch. You know these senses basically. Mm-hmm. And I felt tingles, which is like the 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 final symptom that's gonna send you over to like that reality lah. And then、mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, yes, 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 I'm gonna go now. Finally,、so、I closed my eyes and I allowed myself to sleep. And you went <sighs> to sleep. Behold, I failed. Yeah, I, <laughs> I went to sleep. I succeeded in sleeping, not shifting. Thank you. <laughs> I tried another method after that, but I never got as close, so I just stopped trying. But do you want to still? Yeah. Social media likes to think that people who want to shift are people who are trying to escape from their life.、Mm-hmm. You know? But that's not why I want it. I just I want to see what's going on. Okay, I just wanted the shift to be like you know what's my favorite character doing in his daily life. What would it be like to meet him? What would it、mm. be like to go to the same school as this random cast?、Well, mm. And not only that, but you know, shifting can be anything you want. Some people use it to shift to like a mirror of our world, and、mm-hmm. they become like a celebrity. Mm. So like yeah, it's really interesting to hear the experiences. Obviously, some are like fake, ah.、Uh, mm, yeah, there have been cases where people have been exposed for not actually shifting. Wait, questions. When they leave the dream, like okay, for example, they become like super famous there, and they leave、uh-huh. the 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 uh, how do you say desired reality? Yeah, the desired the reality. Uh, the next time when they go back, do they start from scratch or like? No, it's all in your script. Ooh. So you can script that for that specific person. I think that they scripted that time stopped. The moment they leave, time will stop. Oh, okay, that's interesting. So when they they just continue from that point. Some people they will script like okay, for example, for people who go to like like Marvel universe,、mm-hmm. they can either script that they can skip a certain point in time where like one of their favorite character dies, so they don't have to experience that.、Mm-hmm. Or they can just script that that character doesn't die.、Mm. I've seen one that was like the most interesting. Probably was that they script that、uh, Voldemort never came. I feel yeah, like Voldemort. Ah,、uh, I don't know. Okay, Voldemort is obviously not a good person, but I feel like you know. I feel like I would agree. Yeah. Like, 
I don't read Harry Potter. Oh, that's true. So, oh, also, coming back to shifting, mm-hmm. I forgot to bring this up, was that shifting can be, uh, be different for everyone. Some people shift for a day, but some people, when they shift to their DR, they'll be there. I've seen the most amazing case. Uh. They went there for three years. Wait, what? Three years as in this world's time? Like, that world's time. Uh. And, like, they just came, like, they woke up here. Uh. So, in shifting, right, if you mm-hmm. take that logic to think, I don't know, because I really like to analyse things. It's so interesting, because every time that person sleeps in their DR, Mm-hmm. It's a gamble, you know, because they will never know if they wake up there or if they wake up here. What do you mean? Isn't because it not possible sleep. to wake up there? No, they still have to wake up there. No, they still sleep. It's like daily life. Uh, but the thing is, like you said, three years in the DR time, right? But not in the real life time. Yeah, but they still do daily life things. Like when you sleep in your DR, mm-hmm. the moment you come back is also through sleep. You wake up in your CR, which is your current reality. Oh, I see. Person. Yeah, he have to sleep and then he have to be like, okay, so where am I again, you know? Mm-hmm. Wait, do they have like a script in their DR? Do they have like a script before they go to sleep? Like, I want to go back to the CR. I think that you can script your script to be in your DR. Mm. thing is I can only answer so much and I'm not sure if they're true yeah we are both not really well oh versed in this you know my final verdict for this shifting mm-hmm. is that I'm not trying to like undermine the actual definition for this because no not actual definition but like the general definition for this but I feel like shifting and lucid dreaming are just as you said there are scripts right there are scripts before mm-hmm. you go to sleep I feel like it's just you in your, like, you know, CR manifesting for something to happen. So, like, everything is just on the same basis, which is they are all dreams. But this has another layer to it, which is, like, you feel like you're in another reality. Which I can argue that normal dreams are also in another reality, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, if you were manifesting it in real life and it happened really in your dream, you know, that's the difference, mm-hmm. I feel like. We'll never be able to answer this. But if it's not harming anyone, then let them do what they want, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Back to the point. Dreams we would like to have. Do you want to start first? Okay, so I think I would like to maybe... Oh, I was I was about to say I want to experience like what I read in the novels that I like. But I realized mm-hmm. that I like a lot of dystopian novels and I don't want to die in the Hunger Games. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like I would want to experience being like a, maybe a princess or a queen on horseback, you know, just enjoying life, you know, having your sword like just hung by your side, yeah, having, you know, vast and beautiful kingdom. I want to be more of like living a life that I can't have in this world. Mm, that's, that's really nice. Actually, about the Hunger Games part, I kind of want to experience like the life of a capital person like oh, a capital yeah. citizen although i know that there are problems in the capital too just like you know in every society to be honest i don't really have like a want or a need to change my current uh, dream flow yeah yeah that's true okay so yeah we'll move on to the last part of our episode of this episode so What's your manifestation? Hmm. Actually, 
Do you want to go first? <laughs> I'll manifest that I have wonderful dreams that won't have me waking up hyperventilating. <laughs> That's a good start. <gasps> I will hope for me not having nightmares in the future. And hmm, all of my dreams are kind of fun and interesting. So I hope. Yeah. I hope that this fate falls upon everyone else. Okay, so that's all. I literally yeah. thought, mm-hmm. I literally thought that you were gonna say like, "I wish your wish comes true," and I'm like, "Oh, but no." And I wish your wish comes true. <gasps> oh, thank you. That came a bit too late. <laughs> so that is the end of it. Thank you so much to everyone who listened. Thank you to everyone who contributed and contributed. I mean, thank you to the people who were featured in our dreams. Even mm-hmm. though we didn't mention y'all, I'm sure a lot of you made an impression on us so that you were featured in our dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to Z for editing this and recording this. No and, problem. Uh, yeah, that is yeah. it. And this was, to be honest, what do we think? Yay. Okay, wait, give a pause. No, 